Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Social Media Chef. This is Chris Tompkins, The Social Media Chef, and today's show is going to be packed with information, actually, that I have been asked by you, the listeners, to cover. Um, We are going to go over how to promote your social media presences for your company, brand, or even personal outside of the social media world. So how can you actually get more people to engage with your social media presences outside of just logging into Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter? The second segment, we're going to talk about the importance of blogging and how you can really get the most out of it, because I know it's not a really recent subject, so to speak, um, but there's still a lot to be gained from it. So we want to go through that in the second segment. In the chef's kitchen, we are going to do this amazing banana tart that is going to blow your mind, and it's so, so easy. So we have a pretty busy show for you today here on The Social Media Chef, so join us right after the break, and we are going to dive in with our first subject. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. Welcome, folks. Um, On this episode of The Social Media Chef, as I mentioned before the break, we're going to cover a couple of really important social media and online marketing topics that can really help you build your brand online. And then we'll go in the chef's kitchen later on and we'll talk about this banana dessert that has all of my friends raving. If this is your first time listening to The Social Media Chef, thanks so much for uh, tuning into our podcast. Um, We come live every week at Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you don't have to listen to live. You know, people say it to me all the time. You know, I'm busy. I can't handle it. Um, I'm actually at work during that time. I can't listen. Don't worry. All of this content is going to be available on demand on iTunes as well as on our website. So please tune in and check out servedfreshmedia.com. That's the official website of our show. On there, under the About and Archive section, you can find all of our past episodes. So basically, go there and click on any of the old shows, and you can have them at your fingertips. If you're using iTunes, you can download them directly to your iPod and listen to them on the go on that long drive to work. Hopefully, I'm that comforting voice that is um, going to get you through that traffic jam. Um, So definitely servefreshmedia.com, check it out, and also follow me on Twitter, at The Social Chef. I want to hear from you, so tweet me. Um, Don't just listen. Use Twitter as an engaging tool. 
Um, so tweet me your comments. Uh, if you have any show ideas, let me know. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a product you'd like me to check out, um, let us know at the Social Chef on Twitter or email us at info at servefreshmedia.com or contact us through the website. Okay, enough business. Let's move on to the show. Um, first off, I wanted to talk about the importance of promoting your social media presences outside of logging into the social media sites. I did a show about this a while back, and I was recently talking to somebody who had listened to it and said, you know, you should really do this for your new listeners um, and bring this topic up again because it's something that a lot of people miss, and I definitely, definitely agree with this. Uh, a lot of people think that when you're doing social media marketing, basically all the marketing happens on site. Now, one of the things that you miss when you just log into Facebook and only do your marketing for your brand page while you're in Facebook is that a lot of people that you're connected with outside of that site won't know about it. So what I'm going to provide you here is I have five main tips that I want to give you of places that you should throw your social media um, web, uh, your social media links, but also an extra two to really help you get started. Now, the first one I say is your email signatures. Now, the, why I think this is a good idea is that your email signatures are seen by loads and loads of different people. So number one, if you have an email signature that doesn't exist or it says sent from my iPad only, you need to go in there and brand yourself. You're losing a branding opportunity. You're missing it completely. So get in there and do that. If you're a corporation that already has that going, wonderful. What you want to do is if you just want to add your links in there to Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, that's wonderful because every email that you send out, people will see that. They might choose to click on it, and then you have a whole new audience. Um, if, you want, if you have a graphic designer on site that can really give you a really beautiful um, signature with different icons for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, um, that's even better. But at a bare minimum, choose the, um, the big three, which I say, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Um, uh, if you have all three, great. If you don't and you only have one, just use that, whatever. Make sure to have that on there because that will help more people engage with your presences. Another way of doing it is it's my number two way, is adding it to your branded collateral. Now, a lot of people miss this, and I, I think it's just right now it's really, really important, uh, especially with so much collateral being transported digitally, as in PDFs or as in JPEGs or whatever, having your um, social media links right there are really, really powerful. So add them to your brochures. Add them to your business card if it's necessary. Um, you know, just get it on as many pieces of branded collateral as you have. The third uh, thing I wanted to let you know, a place that you need to share this, is your physical business. Now, if you're a business that is that works in the cloud, so to speak, or is virtual, this is not going to really pertain to you. But say that you're a bricks and mortar, you're, you're a hospital, you're a walk-in clinic, you're a dentist's office, you're a plastic surgery clinic, you can put classy signage, and I say classy because there's ways of doing it really nasty, so it looks like it was created by a computer that was launched in 1995, but you can, there's really easy design programs that you can use to say something like, find us on Facebook and have the link. If you put that in your waiting room, people are going to be waiting, okay, um, and they do have phones. Does everyone in the world have a smartphone? No, but a lot of people do, so if you have that in your waiting room, people are going to go for it. If you are um, a place of uh, business, so you're, sale, you're, selling, um, you're selling food or you're a clothing retailer. If you're on Foursquare, why don't you put a, um, a sign on your door as people are coming in, um, find us on Foursquare or check in at Foursquare. This is a really great way of connecting people with you online that are actually engaging with you in person. 
Another great way is um, on your website and your blog. And people miss this one as well a lot. When you're doing social media marketing, you should really tie it to your other online presences. So look at your online um, points of sale and make sure that you have your Facebook link, your Twitter link, your YouTube link. Um, you can have uh, they, they have wonderful buttons that you can give to your designer that they can pop right onto your website, which show actually a little bit of your feed, um, which is basically the updates that you're doing or, or people are engaging with you on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Or you could just put a little icon. Uh, no matter what you do, they should be present almost the whole journey through your website. So make sure to add that to your navigation. My Okay, what are we on? One, two, three, four. My fifth way is to add it to your advertising. I think that pretty much, uh, you know, we've seen it already. At the end of an advertisement you see on television, you'll either see a link to the Facebook page or Twitter, or you'll say join us or find us on Twitter or whatever. So you can do the same thing. And I think if you're not, you're missing a trick. My two bonus bonus tips are to add it to your events. If you can make your events social in any way, you really should. So if you're at an exhibition and you're meeting all these different people, you can have signage that points people to your social media presences, have a laptop open with your Facebook page. Um, if the conference has a hashtag for Twitter, then follow that hashtag and tweet while at the conference and get people to your booth by following that hashtag. We do this all the time for our clients at Go Media, and it works a treat. So don't miss a trick with your exhibition. So really, really think about that. The last way is to add it to your contest. If you're adding coupons, if you have um, a giveaway, whatever, make sure that you're adding the social element. Make sure that you're using Facebook. So if you have a coupon, and if it's in the paper, well, put it on your Facebook page. People can still print things out from their computer, and that's a coupon for them. So make sure that you don't miss a trick. All right. That's all the time I have for this segment, so I'm going to be back right after the break, and we're going to talk about blogging on The Social Media Show. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The River Fund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org. I think I am a little bit out of breath after that last segment. I hope you were able to write all those down. I, I feel like I was um, motor mouthing through that segment. So um, just to recap really quickly so we can move on to blogging. Um, if you want to promote your social media presences outside of logging into the site and, and going through there and marketing, um, you want to add them to your email signatures, your branded collateral, 
um, your actual physical business, if that's where you want people to engage with you, um, or if you're a local business, what have you, um, your website and your blog, your advertising, your events, and add, them, add your social media presences to your contests. So if you use that, and actually if you even have that as a checklist, and as you're going, if you look through your marketing campaign or your marketing plan, rather, um, you can find points where you can actually you know, um, cross-market. So make sure that you are able to you know, um, have that list on you when you're, when you're planning something new, just to really take advantage of everything, all the tools that you have available to you. Remember, social media marketing is not an island. It's not, let's just go into Facebook and that's the only way, that's the only place that we're going to do any marketing. You have to drive people to your social media presences so they can engage with you. And let me tell you one thing, if someone's already engaging with you in person, or they've already done business with you, or they're already a client, or you've already talked to them, or whatever, and they see that you are sharing a link with them, they're going to follow that and they're going to say nice things to you and they're going to up the level of engagement. So you're missing a trick if you're, if you're not doing that. Now, blogging. Okay, boring, right? Um, blogging is not, it was, a, it was a hot topic, it seems like 25 years ago um, in, the, in technology years because I kind of look at things in terms of, I kind of look at technology like dog years. Um, it seems like the past few years we've we've gone through like since the inception of um, Facebook and say that's I, I can't even think off the top of my head when that started but let's just say like seven years ago Facebook started if if that's almost like dog years it feels like it was 25 years ago so um, and I'm sure there's someone out there saying that I'm getting the ratio wrong or I've gotten the Facebook start date wrong but this is just an example folks um, but with that said blogging seems like an old topic. Um, but there is still value for it. Now, standalone blogging is something that is, is, is pretty tricky. But what I would suggest is if you have a business, um, which I'm sure you do because you're listening to our show, um, what I would suggest is that if you could really go into your website and just create a tab for a blog, not create a whole other website with a whole other link and a whole other this, that, and the other. You don't want to do that. Um, I think that that actually is not as beneficial as going in and adding a blog tab to your website. Now, I'm not going technical. That's something you work out with your people. But if you do that, what that does is that gives you all of the um, search engine optimization type deals that um, a blog will give you because there's lots of links that will be coming in from you sharing the content. But I'm getting ahead of myself. If you do a branded blog, what it's going to allow you to do on your company website is your spokesperson or your CEO or basically the opinion leader in your organization, whoever that may be, on the topic that you want to speak about, what it's going to do is it's going to allow them to help build your entire brand's credibility within your market. So I'm going to give you five steps that are really, really helpful and getting your blog going and actually planning on how to do it the correct way. I've seen it done very, very well and I've seen it done very, very poorly. Um, my, first, my first tip for a blog is to identify who the target audience is that is going to be reading this. Now, when you're thinking about your target audience, think about why they will come back to get more information off of you. Hence, if I went to your blog and I was a customer of you and I just saw a press release about how great you are, I'm not coming back. I want more than that. I want something exclusive. I want something helpful. I want something that's going to enrich my, my life. So, for example, if I'm an online marketing agency, 
what I'm going to do on my blog is I'm going to share online marketing trends, online marketing tips, kind of the, the stuff that we, we talk on the social media chef about. So my audience will come back, we'll talk, it, that's the way a blog works. So make sure that you're, you're hitting, you're, you're aiming for the right target market. The second thing is what topic are you going to talk about? So if I'm an online marketing agency, I should really identify what topics I want to talk about and which ones I don't. So for example, I have a social media marketing agency, as we know already, it's Go Media International, GoMediaOnline.com. When you when I'm talking about that, I want to talk about social media marketing. So I will talk about Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, but I won't really go too far into email marketing because people like to um, come to our blog for social media marketing tips. So email marketing is a little bit, you know, off topic. And also, if we want people to come to the blog on Go Media Online, I want them to like the content, keep coming back, and then what they'll do is they'll start getting interested in maybe doing social media marketing for themselves, and then, hey, I have a firm with a solution. But I don't offer email marketing at Go Media Online. So it, it doesn't make sense. So that's something that we cut off. So just, you know, look at your service offering, what you, what you want to offer your target market, and then use that as a jumping off point. Because you want to be an expert in areas where you are offering services or have products. You don't want to just talk about everything. You don't want to go out there. And you know what? There's some people out there that can have, they have wonderful followings because they write these great inspirational things. I think that's great. Um, but, I think you should stay on topic um, of what your brand is. The next thing I'll say is um, who on your team is going to be writing or are you going to be outsourcing that? And I say that because you really need to figure out who is going to be the, writer, the writers for you, um, for your blog, who's going to be contributing so that you can create the correct voice. The fourth thing is you need to create a schedule. How often are you going to do it? Blogging success is all about consistency. Once a week, three times a week, twice a month, whatever. You just have to do it with a consistent basis. And then with you, once you identify your target market, your topic, who's going to be doing it, and you have your schedule, you're going to have blogs that you need to, number five, promote. So you want to be sharing them maybe in your email newsletter, maybe on social media. Um, maybe, I, I mean, you can have, you can do numerous things. You can, uh, I think email blasting is a really great way of doing it. But also, um, you can just really, I, social media is wonderful for blog promotion. Um, and you can also see if you can get your blogs placed on other blogs. But this is another topic altogether. Promotion is very key. So let's run through it really quickly. Um, you want to first find your target audience, then choose your topic or range of topics. Then who on your team is going to do it? What's the schedule? And how are you going to promote it? And there you go. That's Blogging 101 to get you started. And after the break, we're going to be talking about banana tarts on The Social Media Chef. So you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of... Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. 
And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads for free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. Welcome back. This is Chris Tompkins, the social media chef. I hope so far we've covered some topics that are giving you some ideas, getting your getting your noodle working on um, how you can better promote your social media presences as well as how to really break that blogging barrier. Okay, can I add more bees to that sentence? I don't think it's possible. Um, blogging, again, I, I it's so funny because I find it such a, tar- a tired subject right now. Um, as it kind of it seems like it's an old hat, but it's definitely something that is essential to marketing your business. So, if you're kind of on the fence, if you want to get into it, because it, it seems like it's a little bit late, it's never too late. You can always jump in. With how fast things are moving, you will seem like a pro, and you will seem like uh, you've been around for a while in no time. Remember, we're talking social media years and uh, or technology years and dog years are very very similar. So now we're pushing aside the marketing. I'm putting on the chef's hat. And we're going into the chef's kitchen. Uh, today's recipe is really irritating because um, I have started this new health kick to get ready for summer. Because uh, as you know, as an online marketer, you tend to not be able to move as much as you would like to do. <laughs> so you kind of settle into a fairly sedentary life. And um, this past year, I am just as guilty as anybody else of doing that. That's why it's so funny. I'll go online and I'll see these other, uh, other, other of my some of other my peers. And they're climbing a mountain or jumping out of a plane or doing some sort of Richard Branson garbage. And it just drives me crazy. I guess that's a little bit of jealousy maybe. But um, it just drives me crazy because, you know, it's really, really hard to get out there. So anyway, um, we've I'm on a health kick. So there's absolutely no sweets or anything out of the ordinary that I can eat. And I'm living off of air and water and happiness. So, you know. Send your support to info at surffreshmedia.com. But um, enough about that. Um, I wanted to I wanted to share a great recipe with you that is making going to make my mouth water and going to make me very hungry. So I better get my celery ready for after the show. Um, today's recipe I wanted to talk to you about a banana and cream butterscotch tart. Now that seems sweeter than sweet is sweet. It's not. It's very very delicate. And delicious. This is really good if you want to have. Um, I like this recipe now because, well, I mean, the weather, thank you, global warming, is absolutely crazy. But generally speaking, this is a great spring and early summer um, dessert because when you serve it, you serve it ice cold. So it tends to be just really, really refreshing and creamy. Now, all that you really need, okay, number one, I'm not going to go through a lot. I'm going to try to give you a good idea about this recipe, but you can find the whole recipe at servefreshmedia.com under the recipes tab. And if you want to, one of the best ways of finding it is to go into servefreshmedia.com and then search for banana tart. Now, what you need for this is frozen puff pastry that you defrost, bananas, heavy cream, light corn syrup, Light works better than dark, so just light corn syrup. Um, unsalted butter, sugar, and a little bit of patience because this is not too, too hard. 
Basically, what you want to do is you want to combine the, um, the butter and the sugar over medium heat and then add the corn syrup and cream and just keep stirring. Slice up the banana and then stir that in as well. And just, I would say, this is, this is the part that's a little irritating. You have to keep stirring it over low to medium heat for 20 minutes because basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to make it into a custard. So you don't want it boiling and you don't want it too, too low. So low medium, I think, is good. And 20 minutes usually does the trick. I like stirring this with a whisk. I just, I don't know what it is, but that's what I like to use for this. But I'm not whisking it. I just like to go through and keep it, keep it going. And as you go, it's going to get, it's going to get uh, more and uh, just thicker and thicker and thicker, which is what you want. Then grab two muffin pans, take out the puff pastry and lay it on the counter and get a glass. Or dough cutter if you're fancy schmancy, but let's go with a glass that's similar to the, the top of the uh, muffin tin holes. And then just basically pop those out so you have um, you have probably about a dozen. And then um, what I do is I make this to order. So when um, the guests come and you're done with dinner and you're doing the dishes and everyone's kind of just chilling out um, a little bit and letting their food settle, that's when I will pop this in the oven because it's best when it comes out of the oven. But again, like I said, I like to also serve this cold. So if you want to do it, if you're doing it for, um, if it's a cold day outside oven, if you want it nice and cool, you can also do it beforehand. But I would never do it more than two hours beforehand because, you know, it's nice to have a, a bit of a fresh flavor to it. Um, then preheat your oven to 400 degrees. Grease your muffin pans um, and then fill each cup two-thirds of the way full um, and then put one of the puff pastry lids on each one of them. Do that all over to each one of them and then pop them in the oven. It takes about 20 minutes or so and the puff pastry will puff up. And then you basically get a soup ladle and you put it into bowls. So it's kind of a loose tart. It's not very pretty. It's a little bit messy, but it's so yummy. Um, and cleanup is very, very simple as well because <laughs> everything's already done. Um, I, If you do have some leftovers and you've, you've eaten it hot, I really, really do suggest trying it cold as well. It's absolutely, it's it's really, really delicious. If it's hot, it's a little bit creamier. So it's a little bit, it, it, I don't want to say runny because that's the, that's the wrong way of saying it. But um, it's really, really nice if you're having it hot or cold with whipped cream or if you want to have a little scoop of ice cream. It's pretty much up to you. I think when it comes to um, pies and tarts and that sort of thing, I guess because I'm not a real, I, I, I guess I just, I don't know how to really say it. I, I don't like really um, delicate things. I don't like to spend a lot of time making something look absolutely perfect and all these different flourishes. I like the food to taste lovely, and obviously you eat with your eyes first, so you want it to look nice. But, you know, when it comes to pies and that sort of thing, I like them to look a little bit rustic. Like, when I make bread, I like to make it look a little bit messy because then it really does look homemade. Um, and it doesn't look like the loaf that's been processed and you buy at the store. So, don't worry if this looks a little messy or it's a little bit hard to handle. It tastes delicious. So, you know, everyone's going to be very, very happy with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the banana tart. You can find the whole, the whole recipe and more directions. They're better than I, than I just described, I'm sure, at servefreshmedia.com. And also, make sure to check out the recipes and cooking tab on um, servefreshmedia.com. We have 
loads and loads of recipes. We are talking about entrees, appetizers, desserts. We even have aperitifs, um, flavored vodka, limoncello, and I'm going to be adding my own, my brand new recipe for limoncello, which is lemon and lime, which I'm really excited about. So check that out on servefreshmedia.com, and we'll be back right after the break. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today on The Social Media Chef. I hope there's a lot of elements that you're able to take away to build your business and to add a little bit of zing to that upcoming dinner party. Everything that we went through today is on our website, surfreshmedia.com, so check it out. There's lots of really great information for, for you to take a look at and share. Um, we will be here live next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so make sure to tune in. Until next week, all the best, and we'll see you next week on The Social Media Chef.